Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. Weight matters in wrestling. But what about the kind of weight that can't be measured on a scale? Stay tuned to understand what I'm talking about in part two of my conversation with Michael D'Agostino, a two-time All-American wrestler at Northwestern University. TeamSnap is the presenting sponsor of the Winning Is Not Everything podcast. As an all-in-one youth sports management app, TeamSnap helps take the stress out of coaching, letting you spend more time with your team and less time organizing. As a coach, I love to track the real-time RSVPs, which lets me prepare for each training session, and I love to post scouting reports and discussion topics. As a parent, I appreciate being able to sync my kids' schedules directly into my calendar and use the team chat feature for timely updates on where to meet and park. Download the TeamSnap app in your mobile app store or visit teamsnap.com slash winning for more information. Michael D'Agostino insists his father didn't pressure him as his high school wrestling coach, and he insists he wasn't phased by the immense success of his family members in wrestling. But how can legacy not weigh on you? No matter what LeBron James says, how can Bronny not feel some pressure on the basketball court? Because for every Peyton Manning, who far exceeded the success of his father Archie as an NFL quarterback, there are countless others who did not. That's a different kind of pressure for sure, which is why I admire Michael so much. In part two, Michael and I are going to dive into his wrestling journey, which had lots of bumps, especially early on. And I appreciate how candidly Michael speaks about some of those challenges and the resilience and commitment he tapped into to achieve the greatness that took a while for him to earn. Let's jump in. What was the most valuable lesson you learned through a challenge or defeat growing up? Uh, There's one time I was a little kid. I was like a little kid. I was probably like eight years old and I like threw my headgear or something because I was just tantrum that like, you know, I lost and I like freaked out. I was probably like second grade maybe. And I'll never forget my dad was just like, never do that again or embarrass us. And I felt awful because then that like kind of made me realize I looked like a baby, you know? And I think that was one big takeaway for me was like, my mom always like, don't tarnish the family name or don't tarnish, you know, your last name. And I think that stood out to me because it was just like, uh, you don't want to make you or your family look bad when you're out there. You got to be humble and win and lose with respect out there. So that was a big one. And then one other one that stands out to me is my sophomore year, I lost in the finals at in state and I like kind of shelled up a little bit. And I just didn't wrestle for a little while and just kind of like took some time off because I was just so mad at like the sport that like I lost in like the last second. I, so I was like crushed. Then the following year, I didn't really get the results I wanted. And I think that kind of put me in a perspective that like even after you lose, you can't stop working out or can't stop working to get better because it's not going to help you get the goals that you're upset about. 
And then the following year is when I made that transition to drive, like I said, with my dad an hour and a half every day because I lost at state again my junior year. And that's when I went back and forth. And it was like the next week I started practicing. I didn't take any time off. And I think that was a big difference in my career. I and mean, a big like uh, stepping stone was getting over that like hump of, you know, even when you lose on like the worst stage, you just got to keep going. Wow. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. How did you do your senior year? My senior year actually got hurt. I didn't, I tore my knee my senior year of high school. I didn't get to get that state championship like I wanted to, but in the end, it all worked out. So, you know, I think there's reasons that maybe stuff like that happens. I was ranked first in the state. I was doing pretty well. And then it was a Christmas tournament where I tore my knee. So I, I missed the remainder of the year. But like I said, all things happen for a reason. So, it might have been the best thing to happen for me that I just never got that uh, championship like I wanted. So it kind of made me want to keep going. Did you feel like you handled that disappointment and adversity pretty well, maybe because of the, you know, the previous two years? Or did you go through a really hard period where you were frustrated or angry? I think it was a new new perspective for me because at that point, it, it wasn't like something I did. It was just like my knee gave out on me. And I probably was like, had a lot of whys, you know, and my family was behind me the whole way. And for them, it was uh, probably the biggest thing I needed at the time was the support from them. And my mom helped me find like the right doctor for the surgery, which is huge because uh, we waited actually for me to get the surgery because we wanted to make sure we found the right doctor. And she was pretty adamant about waiting. And at the time, I didn't really understand. But, you know, it later on tended to be probably the best thing for me that we got like a, a really great doctor who got my knee healed up and knock on wood. It's been great since. And, you know, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And that maybe if I don't get injured and I win the state title, I'm not, I'm done. I'm happy with what the way my career ended. And, you know, I think it's not maybe what exactly would happen, but it's a possibility. Hmm. And you mentioned that you weren't really recruited. I mean, what were your options after high school for wrestling? So at the time, I, I didn't start getting recruited to the end of my senior year, like, or towards the end of my senior year of high school. Like, I didn't wrestle nationally too much. So and the tournaments I did wrestle at, I wasn't doing that great early on. Then my senior year, I finally started to win some matches so I, like on the national level. And I didn't have a bunch of schools. I only had about five or six schools recruiting me. It was like my offers I had actually, I only had five offers. It was 10 State, App State, Maryland, Purdue, and Northwestern. At the time when I tore my knee, I was scared because when I tore my knee, there wasn't, I didn't sign yet. Like, so I was worried about like, oh my God, what if they take away my scholarship, stuff like that. There was a lot of things going on because I was worried about losing my scholarship and then worried about not, obviously not being able to wrestle. So right. it was, uh, those are the five schools that, you know, and it, they, Northwestern stuck with me throughout the whole process. And I think that's ultimately what, uh, what made me choose them on top of obviously being a great academic institution. Did not to name specifically, but did some of those other schools not continue with their scholarship offer after you got hurt? Yeah, I had one school not pull their offer, but make a statement like, oh, you know, we're going to have to take away some money now. And when that happened right off the list, I was like, yeah, you're not the school for me if that's the case, you know. So that was one school. So that, that kind of narrowed my choices down a little bit. But when something like that happens, it kind of shows the uh, they're not looking at you as like a person. They're just looking at you like a, uh, like a figure, like a just wrestling. They don't really care about you as a person if that's this case, you know. 
What's one thing you would tell your eight, 12 and 16 year old self? Have fun with it and don't put too much pressure on yourself. I think growing up, like I put a little bit of pressure on myself, which it wasn't neat. It wasn't like forced pressure, but like I put pressure on myself to win a state championship. I put pressure on myself to be a high school American, all this stuff. But a lot of the times in the sport, people start off really great early on uh, in their careers and they get burnt out towards the end because they just put so much pressure on themselves early on. And in this sport, it's a long journey, like a lot of weight cutting. It's a lot of missed nights with your friends going out because you got to go work out, have a weekend tournament. A lot of wrestling is always on the weekends. So it eats up your weekends, you know? And I think if you don't take a break here and there or just to find time in, to enjoy yourself, it can be hard because wrestling's year round. It's not like football where it's like seven on seven season and you can, it's kind of fun, you know, throw the ball around. There's no tackling. It's like seven on seven. It's, it's like there's freestyle season, there's Greco, there's, there's folk style. So it never stops. And I think yeah. that's one thing that happens is the parents and stuff are always like, okay, we got to go to this one. We got to go to this one. But then they're not thinking about the fact that like, once your kid is off under your wing, their only push was you the whole time. It's kind of hard when they get to college to guide them. If you know, by the time they get there, they're burnt out. Did you have any sort of advice for your 12 or 16 year old self as well? Just know that, you know, even when you lose, just keep going pretty much. I, there was probably some losses in there that meant nothing at the time. And I thought it meant the world, you know, whether it was like an AAU right. tournament or something. It's, it's a little loss like this isn't much, you know, in the long term. What's something that you struggled with in middle school or high school? Um, high school, I probably get, I get really nervous before I'd wrestle. Middle school, not too much, uh, but in high school... It'd be like, I struggled with always looking at the rankings and stuff was something early on in my high school career, like my f freshman, sophomore, even sometimes my junior year, I'd look too much at like the rankings or who this guy was. And, and it wasn't until my senior year when I stopped looking at them and we actually started to perform better because I didn't know who anyone was. And I think that's something that a lot of people do. They don't, they like read too much into people making the rankings. And it's like, if the rankings were that great and true, then why would we wrestle or compete in any of these sports we do. So that was something I struggled with early on in my career was that. What about off the mat? Was there anything in school or your personal life that was just something that you had to work your way through? Off the mat? No, not really. My, my mom did a good job at keeping us all in line and everything. It wasn't anything too crazy that happened that got in the way of my training or anything like that. Looking back, what's something you appreciated about your parents' influence on your journey? My mom always making sure that we were hanging around the right people, pretty much. She'd always tell us, like, uh, you'd be lucky if you had five f friends who you're close with in your whole life. You know, every, she's always just tells you have a lot of acquaintances, and but you'd be lucky if you have five good people in your life. And I think that was important to us because who you hang out with is who you will end up being kind of in a way. And uh, she always made sure that we were at the time you're in high school, you know, you don't, you think, you know, everything. And it was good that, no. <laughs> that she helped us out. Cause she was right about pretty much all the people that, you know, Oh, I want to go to this kid's house or go here. And my dad as well. They did a good job at making sure we were around the right people. And I think that was more thing. They weren't really too strict on us about like the sports, but it was more so like who we, we were hanging out with just as, you know, to grow us as a person. Hmm. 
Yeah, in my books, I often write, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So usually this is for elementary and middle school age kids. And I think I've only had one kid who actually understood what that meant. You know, so I'd always tell them, hey, take, do you know what that means? And then go talk to your family about that, you know, just so they can have that discussion. So that is wonderful advice from your mother. Really, really love that. Now, we get to Northwestern University, and what was that like in the beginning? I mean, making that transition from high school to college, I mean, that can be really challenging for people. Yeah, coming from Florida, the first thing I always was story about was the winter. I've never really gone through a winter until I was my freshman year here, so that was a new change for me. I was like, it's cold up here, and you know, once you get through the first one, it's, it's all right, especially my first one up here was during the polar vortex. So it was like a good welcoming one to have like the coldest year that they've had in a while. It was my first. So that was the first thing. Also getting adjusted to wrestling older guys too. Like I was an 18 year old freshman. There's guys in the team that are 22 years old and stuff. And, you know, you definitely get beat a lot in the room when you're a freshman. So, cause you go from being the best guy or one of the best guys in your high school room to being bottom of the barrel pretty quick, especially just for like wrestling. People don't realize that no one goes pro, you know what I mean? So if they're good, they want to stick around. They're going to stick around for as long as they can, you know, no, no, like there's no, like it's like basketball or football where you have a younger guy go to the league, you know, like they're there, they're going to be there. So I had a pretty good transition period. I was lucky enough to have a good amount of guys, like all Americans in the wrestling room who were older than me that kind of helped me, get settled in, but you got to take your, your whooping sometimes and grow from there, you know? When was that first big breakthrough? At what point during your collegiate career was that breakthrough when you really started to establish yourself and have that confidence? It was the beginning of the, my sophomore year. So my redshirt freshman year, I redshirted my freshman year, and you still get to compete as a redshirt freshman, but they're all open tournaments. So you're wrestling like other freshmen other guys who are like maybe backups maybe a starter here and there and but like when you win those it's like you it feels good to win but it's not really like a real test because you're not in the lineup yet and my sophomore year i got in the lineup and our first home do i beat the kids ranked like eighth or something in the country and that's kind of like knew that i can hang with these guys i can beat them you know it wasn't the prettiest win but i won and then the next weekend, we went to Vegas for a big tournament. I got third there and beat a lot of good guys. And that's kind of where it all started. You know, you just got to get sometimes the, the hardest steps, the first one, you know, and once you kind of get the ball rolling, you gain a lot of confidence. And I think confidence is the biggest thing, I think, with so many things that you do. Uh, if you're confident in what you do, you usually tend to do well. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode. If you have any questions or comments, please visit my website, seankjensen.com and go to the contact page. You can even leave me a voice recording. And of course, I want to thank my presenting sponsor, TeamSnap, the go-to must-have app in youth sports. Winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you again next time.